Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Fighting on Film podcast. The podcast all about classic and obscure war movies. From the Normandy landings to the days of chivalry and swords. If it's been captured on film, we're going to try and cover it. I'm Robbie of RM Military History. I'm Matthew Moss of Historical Firearms and the Armourer's Bench. Hello and welcome back to Operation Delta Force December, where we are looking at the series of films that you may or may not have heard of, who knows. Um, and this week we are tackling Operation Delta Force 2 Mayday. It's the one on a ship. And basically, it's it's we're following a Delta Force team as they take on some terrorists. And it's a classic late 90s, early 2000s action series. And they're all available on YouTube. That's the beauty of this month. Legally. Everyone can, legally. Yeah, exactly, yeah, legally. Everyone can go and see these movies. And at this time of year, me and Matt like to wind down um, the year with some schlock, some action. Um, mm-hmm. If you were if you were fans of Dirt, uh, Dirty Dozen December, you'll know exactly the kind of vibe we're going for. Hope you enjoyed last week's chat with Sam. What, how interesting Sam was that? kicked us off perfectly. Oh, I know. Had a right? lot of comments exactly. about how enthusiastic he was, and he he was a great great guest to chat to. Amazing. Just his enthusiasm for film in general, and you know, chatting about one that he doesn't talk about too often it was really mm. nice. Um, That's great. This one came out in 1998, um, and I think what we'll do is uh, I'll run through production and then. Rob's going to handle cast, and then we'll we'll chat about the the plot, of the film, and all that good stuff in yeah. the other side. Yeah. So, as I said, film came out in 1998, uh, and it was directed by Yossi Wayne. Uh, he's best known for films like uh, Lethal Ninja, Cybercop Two, Merchant of Death, uh, U.S. Seals, and he'd later actually gone to direct uh, another of the venerable Operation Delta Force series. Uh, he directed Operation Delta Force 5, the final installment oh, so far. Look anyway. forward to that. Yeah. Um, and of course, Death Train in 2003. Um, as, as Sam actually mentioned the other week, um, the 
plot for this this film, just like the previous one, was uh, pulled together by one of the actual producers. Uh, and in this case, mm. it was Danny Lerner. Uh, and he provided the story, but he was producer on all five of the films. Oh, great. And a lot of the cult movies as well. Of In recent times, he's, directly, he's actually um, produced uh, a number of bigger profile pictures, including War Inc., um, uh, Expendables 2 and 3, uh, Olympus Has Fallen, and uh, an interesting film called Killing Season with John Travolta and Robert De Niro, where they're both oh, veterans yeah. of the Bosnian Matt, Matt has been gunning have to come hard. together. <laughs> so behind the scenes, a listeners, weird film. I must get every month or so. Matt, and then Matt brings this movie up. So in the new year, we might have to do it because it just sounds incredible. Um, with the with the cast premise is insane. Look it up. Yeah. Um, and then the 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 script was actually pulled together by uh, David Sparling, and he uh, also did the scripts for one, two, three, and four of Operation Delta Force, um, but not five. Uh, he also wrote the uh, mentioned of death and U.S. Seals. So from this, you can kind of see there's a lot of overlap with the guys yeah. that are on, on the on they got the, their mates, the their crew, side of their team. It's yeah. yeah, it's all within that Millennium Films um, new image. Yeah, uh, production company. Kind of like of how Canon used to do it. Is what Sam was well, saying. It, it, it's the yeah, same deal. Exactly. Sam explained it really well last week, didn't he? Hmm. Uh, cinematography was provided by Peter Belcher, uh, who worked extensively as a camera op and a cinematographer um, throughout his career. Still working today. Uh, he worked as a cinematographer on Merchant of Death, Operation Delta Force um, 2, this one. Um, he did two episodes of CI5, the new CI5 in the, oh, in the late 90s. Yeah. Christ. US Seals again. He was cinematographer on that. He was uh, also the cinematographer for uh, Operation Delta Force 5, US Seals 2, uh, and Death Train as well. And he was the uh, camera op on films including Laser Mission, Point of Impact, Cyber Cop, Danger Zone, um, Operation Delta Force 1. Death Train, and then more recently, films like Lord of War, uh, the oh, series wow. Generation Kill, Dread, Mad Max Fury Road, and The Woman King. So he's kind up. of, yeah, yeah. He's been camera up on some really interesting movies recently. Um, so Operation Delta Force 2 Mayday uh, was filmed in Johannesburg in March, June 1996, released about 18 months later. Yeah. Um, they were clearly banging these out, weren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Getting them done. Um, you can you can see it in the in the in the crew lists and the, and the cast. You, you can see yeah. that the it's an annual thing where they're knocking these out and they you know they they bringing a a known group of people back to it each time. Mm. And I as if I they had a contract with HBO or something for a set amount of these home premieres, and they're just yeah. working to a deadline. Perhaps I, I can't get to the bottom of it because there's. As oh, Matt will tell there's you, very, very there's very, very little out there on, on FA these films. out there on these movies. Yeah, I mean, even if you go on Wikipedia, it has like, it doesn't have individual synopsis yeah. for all the films. It just has a list of the films. And, and so despite that tells you a being, lot. A, despite being some reason, eligible, it isn't like, it isn't listed on the AFI, Rob. I, no, I can't understand why. Despite being eligible <laughs> for an AFI catalogue, <laughs> archive catalogue, it's not on there. It's like the fourth uh, then, Bible when we do American shows. It is, yeah. On like, on like a good <laughs> American, American film, there's always yeah. really great information on the AFI. It's, 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 um, it's slightly better than the BFI in that respect. Um, I think it sadly. is. 
Um, just to round out production side of things, as I mentioned, produced by Millennium Films and it was distributed by New Image. And you see like three individual title cards at the beginning of the film. Yeah. Yeah. for new image and new image productions and new image like worldwide and like there's a great trailer that me and matt saw as well which is a, essentially like a selling trailer to, mm. to sell it to potential buyers that's that's yeah, an like interesting distributors thing and, and like home yeah, video yeah. stores and stuff mm. i'd definitely had a rack of these again. on the shelf i'd have been knocking these out for ten dollars oh yeah i'd have cleaned Absolutely. up hey kids do you want the steel book of operation Delta force <laughs> two mayday it's what I've always wanted for Christmas, Daddy. Oh my God! Can I have if a you don't buy me, Mr. you don't love me. <laughs> it's the it's the weekend think, film everyone needs. Oh uh, yeah, I think we can assume as well that it's probably the same kind of budget that Operation Delta Force One had. So probably, probably about a mil, yeah, mil, one point five million, mm. probably. But then obviously, if you listen to last week, that gets converted into South African currency. So they're playing with a lot more money overseas. Yeah. And they would have had in the US. So it's it's a clever model, and it's still it's a model that's still done today. Oh, um, totally, yeah, massively. So I think that brings us into cast. Now, this week we were meant to be joined by Michael McGrady, um, who plays Captain Skip Lang. Unfortunately, he was busy with work, um, but we carry on regardless here at Foff. So um, aforementioned, uh, Michael McGrady, he's been in Ray Donovan, American Crime Story, uh, Seal Team at the TV series. He was Rusty Galloway in LA Noir for all you. Uh, gaming fans out there, an excellent voice role. Um, uh, then he was Private Floyd in Thin Red Line, um, if oh. you remember. Mm. Did he make it on screen? I think he did. Well, it's, it's anyone's guess. <laughs> he could have been in the back of his head for that. With that, <laughs> it's edit, a meme you know? now. Totally Probably meme. Him and him and um, him and Adrian Brody sitting together in the cinema, just leaning in, going, "What the fuck have I done with my role? <laughs> where, where where am I?" <laughs> Um, and he was also in, in What Up as well, the uh, the movie that came out after Tombstone. Oh, he's in that, was he? He's cool. in that, yeah. yeah. Mm, nice. Then we have uh, Ro- uh, Robert uh, Pattieri as Sergeant Mac McKinney. Um, he was in Conan, uh, CSI Miami, Babylon 5. Not many credits to his name. Uh, then we had Todd Jensen back again, but he's playing Master Sergeant Lombardi, um, and he played Hutch in Operation Delta Force 1. Um, not sure why they recast Hutch, <laughs> just didn't keep him as the same character. We'll never know. Um, this is the beauty of these movies. They do they do go a bit he, madcap he's back, with the casting. He comes back again later on, so yeah. <laughs> Someone else, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was in Cyborg Cop, one of, one of Sam Furstenberg's movies. Uh, Tropical mm-hmm. Heat, another Sam Furstenberg project. Um, CI5, The New Professionals. Uh, and he, of course, comes back in Operation Delta Force 5, Random Fire. Um, then we have uh, Spencer Roachfort um, as Hutch. He was in 21 Jump Street, Falling Down, Beverly Hills 90210 and Baywatch. Um, you know, these are I really... love that the Hutch character is still in the film, but they re- they just it's so went, bizarre. fuck it, we'll just change the, the actor. It's fine. Yeah, fuck it. No one's going to notice. No, <laughs> no. You know, not, not until there's a fight on film boys get hold of us. Right. <laughs> 20 years later. But, you know, these are proper... At the time, they were, they were you know, jobbing. Uh, you know that 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 sort of straight to, straight to video market is still quite lucrative. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's not like it was now. You know, you sign a streaming deal, but back then you could do a lot of these movies in a year and probably make quite a good income on it off it. I think. Yeah. Um, get get some credits on. And um, then we have Gavin Hood as Sparks. Now he would reprise his role um, in next week's um, Operation Delta Force Three, playing Sparks again. Um, clear target. Oh my god, um, they kept him as the same character. Amazing. He did, yeah, mad. Um, but he's since 
gone on? The continuity, become... the continuity manager on that one must have been like, <laughs> my work here is done. Yeah, he, he had his wheat bix in the morning, didn't he? Um, <laughs> but he's gone on to become a director, and he's actually directed some quite, you know, well-received pictures. So he um, did Totsie. You remember that? Did the Oscar I, rounds a few yeah, years ago? Yeah. Um, X-Men uh, Origin Wolverine. No way. Ender's Game and Eye in the Sky, that movie about drones. Oh, with Alan Rickman and Helen Mirren. With Alan Rickman, yeah. yeah. Wow. He also has um, small roles in, in Totsie, I think, and Eye in the Sky, if I remember rightly. But no, what wow. a what an amazing, another glow up there. Wow. Yeah. Wow, mm. that's cool. Yeah, and then we have uh, Dale Dye as, um, as Captain Housley Lang, um, Skip Lang's dad. Obviously, you'll remember Dale Dye from when we chatting to him a few months back go and listen to that show if you, if you have haven't. not listened to our episode with dale go back and listen to it it's i think it by I think far it might be the one of my of favorite fighting on film episodes yeah. ever absolutely incredible like any any war movie fan any fan of banner brothers any fan of anything like that our dale Dye episode is is a treat um so obviously you know you'll know dale from platoon he's in mission mission impossible under siege 2 starship troopers he played colonel sink in banner brothers and in the Brothers in Arms Hell's Highway video game, he voiced him. Um, but obviously, we know him best as a military advisor. Um, he was a military advisor on Greyhound, Band of Brothers, Saving Private Ryan, Tropic Thunder, The Pacific, to name but a few. And of course, he was the uh, military advisor on the much-anticipated Masters of the Air, which is coming out in January, I think. Um, they just dropped the trailer. Yep, um, 26th. 26th, yeah. You looking forward to mm -hmm. it, Matt? What you, what you, what I, am, I am. I am. I thought let's tangent a little bit, but I I like the trailer. I thought it looked good. I thought um, a little bit more excited by it than I was the teaser. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. I'm on the fence still. Mm. I'm on the fence. I've I've got this weird thing where TV and streaming have come on massively since yeah. the Pacific and Band of Brothers came out. I'm not saying this is going to be good. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm worried that if it's not received well, it will just be another streaming show. Like yeah. it, I'm worried about watched, that for it. I watched Matt Bone, our friend Matt Bone's uh, mm. breakdown of the trailer uh, on his YouTube channel, Damcasters, um, and he joined us for for Red Tails this year as well. If you haven't listened to that, check that one out too. Um, and he broke it down and he, he talked a little bit about um, thinking that the CGI didn't look as good as it could have done, mm. and he 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 thinks perhaps it's because it's compressed for YouTube and that could you know, be that could and be. Twitter and social yeah. media stuff. So hopefully, because some of that's it looked good, but some of it, mm, yeah, we could we yeah. could be seeing trailer renders for all we know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and they there's some pressure. interesting edits with that trailer too, like putting yeah. the ski guy in the cockpit. Yeah, as, it feels as, like um, it's going to be a lot more wide covering yeah. than maybe yeah. the book did. Would, we might get yeah. a, a, an Italy episode, and I think there's there's a shot of them in the desert as well. So yeah, yeah. So it, 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 I think they're going to try and be a little bit expansive yeah. with, it, as you say, and I think it might. Be will, will Butler sound like Elvis though? That's the big no. I don't think he will because he talks in the trailer and it's fine. He doesn't do it. He doesn't do it. We're going to go with this guy, this old B seventeen. Give it some. Give it some Willy boys. It's like he's in the room. Oh, baby, <laughs> open them Bombay doors, baby. <laughs> Imagine if he had done it like that. That would have been great. That would have been amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, but that looks like it's oh. going to be our, our February. Our February is going to be blocked be, out yeah. with, with a bit of... Um... working damn hard behind the scenes to try and get us a screener, but Apple are hard to contact. Um, so, you know, we might have to wait like everyone else. Yeah. Um, but you never know. You never know. Keep your, keep your ears peeled. If anyone from <laughs> Apple is listening yeah. right now. Please. <laughs> Production companies have trusted us with properties before. They have. <laughs> We're very good boys. So getting back to the cast, um, finishing us off this week, because to be fair, it's one of those movies where there's a lot of people in it, but there aren't really a lot of roles, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is just the key players, people that you're, you're with all the time. So we have J. Kenneth Campbell playing Flint Lukash. He's your big bad. He's a terrorist of the of the week, if you will. Um, he is. He's had some interesting credits. He was in Barbar Black Sheep, the uh, the American flying um, series, World War II uh, flying series. So it's a nice little um, cannon off uh, Masters of the Air there. That was also called Flying Misfits in some uh, some regions. Uh, he was also in War and Rem- Remembrance, that American TV um, oh, yeah. epic from the, back in the day. Yeah, they did Mars a few attacks. of those, they? Yeah, Mars Attacks. I know Matt likes that one. Yeah, I, cool. yeah. The movie scared the shit out of me when I was little, I've got to admit. Um <laughs> <laughs> sharks in it no it's not but the, the alien heads were scary for yeah, some reason yeah. and then when, yeah. the, when the woman gets on that dog like the oh yeah the that's head, a bit weird yeah that was a bit yeah. creepy yeah and i didn't yeah. understand Tom jones's was... greatest greatest work <laughs> yeah i didn't understand when i was young that it's a spoof of 50s cinema yeah. so like it's one of those films you go reappraise when you're old and you're like oh no i get it now i get it yeah. why it's like it is yeah 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 um and he was uh kenneth campbell was also in uh Walker, Texas Ranger, and uh, Collateral Damage with um, Arnie. Yeah. So a quite a good cast again. You know, these movies aren't, you know, they're not going to have the big big hitters, really. You know, they're not those kind of movies. I think the budget would be absolutely tanked if you got anyone in who was a huge name. Um, But this one's big name, I guess, is Dale Dye. Um, He's the Hal Holbrook of this one, I guess. He is, yeah. And he's darn good in it. He's Dale Dye. You know, he's he, he's doing he's, Dale. He, he's he's bringing classic Dale energy to it, and I love it. Yeah. I'm here for yeah. it. More on Dale later. Um, so this week uh, we don't have any one-word reviews because we were um, we didn't know that Mike wouldn't be joining us until very close to release. Um, so we, we didn't put out a one-word review because we were we were sorting things out behind the scenes. Anyway, I found a retro review from TV Guide from April '98, and it's not kind. It follows as this. Despite a procession of violent set twos, Operation Delta Force 2 emerges as a sluggish action pick with only the Special Forces team concept in common with its predecessor. Bone crusher flicks like this one need a star figure in firm command, but top build Michael Grady makes no more of an impression than several of his supporting players. Mm. Aside from the scripting detritus, this action-packed time waster sprawls over so many international settings that the viewers will be unsure of where they are at any given time. (laughs) Although glint-eyed J. Kenneth Campbell enjoys quoting Poe while promising nuclear catastrophes, his co-stars appear to have maltriculated at the I'll just collect my Praytech branch of the actor's studio. They lack the wherewithal to elevate this above the level of a standard adventure tale. TV Guide with waking up on the wrong side of the bed. Who pissed in their chips? Jesus. Like a, <laughs> that's a scather, isn't it? It is. That's yeah, I, I it is fair to say that a lot of the supporting cast don't have a lot to do. No, they don't, but that's not their fault, though, of is the it? Script. Yeah. <laughs> you know. There there is issues with this one. And that that it, it tries to do what last week didn't, 
where like so if, you, if you've listened to the Op- operation Delta force one episode or if you li- or you've watched it in preparation for this one or you've seen it already um sam says it needs to be 50 percent action 50 percent story where operation Delta force one is he reckon it's probably like 70 60 percent action and there's not as yeah. much story but it works this yeah it works but this one does that 50 50 but it doesn't it doesn't do either one well in a way yeah there's something lacking with this one and i'm sure mm. that's final thoughts territory but it is yeah. yeah but anyway i think maybe we should get on to the alley tally because boy howdy do we have an alley tally this week in the market for investment worthy bags watches and fine jewelry rebag is the answer rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity use rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands including louis vuitton chanel and cartier head to rebag.com and get up to 15 percent off your first purchase as a member with code rebagnew shop today at rebag.com that's r-e-b-a-g.com and use promo code rebagnew for up to 15 percent off your first purchase as a member hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com It's time for Ali Tally on Fighting on Film. Mike's goatee. <laughs> it's very nineties, isn't it? It's very. <laughs> I think my dad had one like that too <laughs> in the late nineties. I think it was the thing, wasn't it? Love it. I really liked the upside down M sixteen minigun from the opening sequence. That was fun. Me and Matt watched this pretty much at the same time. Um, and on the WhatsApp, we were messaging furiously. And I was like, is that a braider inside that? Like, what is what is that? And then we finally worked out it's a gun turned upside down with like a mini gun built around it. Yeah. So the, with like it, a it, completely it like joystick a, on the top. It had, a, it had, a, it had um, a beta mag on top. That's it. And then um, like a receiver body faked over it. With a barrel on the top. Yeah. And then the, it had a single barrel that was firing, and then it had an independent set of barrels that were like macro-chromed, rotating, spinning. Yeah, yeah. And I, 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 I like prop that. work. I was, I've got to admit, yeah, like it, that's it exactly. Good but the, prop but work. the weird thing isn't really the minigun. The weird thing is that it's in a random entrenched position at an Iraqi army command the, post. Yeah, the Iraqi <laughs> National Guard, uh, you know, that's it. Republican Guard, rather. Republican a, a Guard, well known, yeah. well known for their uh, ground use miniguns. of miniguns. <laughs> it's great, like because this is this is after obviously Operation Desert Storm, so I assume that's mm-hmm. why they chose the Iraqis to be the 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 sort of kicking off yeah. that bit, rescuing. Yeah. They were rescuing pilots, down pilots, weren't they? Yeah. Um, so I, I assumed it was a desert storm thing, but you don't learn anything about why they're there. They're just there. Either that or they kind of like predicted Operation Iraqi Freedom by about six years. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Although we're never quite sure when these movies are set, are we? Like no, We assume true. they're set now, but they could be set mm. in the early, in the late 80s. We, it's hard to work it out. Um, but I, I do think I do think it's probably set in 90, 96, 97. 
Yeah, um, I always get the feeling with these these films that you'd be assuming too much if you thought like. Yeah, we're we're giving it a lot of flowers. Yeah, here, really, aren't we? I, I know, I know <laughs> that when 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 they hide, it's six late, it's six weeks. Sorry, six months later. That's because well, it. it says it on screen. So the six months between the Iraqi mission. Oh my god. And yeah. the and the the hijacking of the the submarine and cruise ship. Um, That's nuts that to say, I isn't do. it? <laughs> yeah. This film is great. This film is crazy. It's all over like, the Last shop. week we were talking about how it had, that film had everything. Yes. Um, but this film, it feels like they watched a, a mix between Under Siege, Hunt for Red October, and yeah. Speed Two, and we're like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That, this I'll one have has, some of that. This one's leans into the mockbuster of genre a bit more. Um, Does than, a bit. Than, than Delta Force One did. I mean, for me. I had that minigun picked out there, but but the, the custom M4 carbines X1 XM 177s are back. Yeah. Um everyone seems to have like a, a custom. That one with the foregrip, the like the Thompson style foregrip. Yeah, that's the, really cool. It's it's the same armor as in, the, in a lot of the same guns yes, from the first it film, must obviously. Be. Yeah, yeah, it must be. Um interestingly though, no military advisory is in the credits for this one. No, so I wonder if they had anything to do with it. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe you might have. Yeah. Um it's, it's not listed on the Warriors. It's not listed on the Warriors Inc. Oh, um, site. So interesting, mm. interesting. There's some vectors mocked up to look like AK-74s, which is quite yeah. nice. That's a, a South African. Um, are they based on the Galil, the vector? Yeah, Galil AK derivative kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and you can always tell if it's a mock-up. Um, Robbie's vector mock-up corner, um, where you can see the um. The, the receiver of the gun is angled and it goes into where the handguard could be should be because the ak mm-hmm. handguards are quite fat that the ak handguard hangs over that little that angle so it looks a bit mm-hmm. weird it's quite blocky mm-hmm. and jagged mm-hmm. to look at you can always tell and they also um, have a straight um front sight post as well that's it yeah but they, the, they're decent mock-ups though someone's found ak-74 like muzzle brakes and they've put them on which is yeah. which is quite cool um they do look nice that the bad guys running around with like a galil for the folded magazine mm. on it, firing it off in in a control room of a nuclear sub. <laughs> Some things you things yeah. you shouldn't do. Things you <laughs> should not do in the pressure vessel yeah. of a nuclear submarine. Yeah, by he a just guns full chaps down. Full bore seven point six two rounds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some other um, other baddies running around with micro uzis, which are cool. You don't usually see those. Yeah, very nineties. Yeah. The baddie on the ship, like the the sub sub baddie, that oh, leads yeah. the, oh, the, the, the hijacking. The Johnny Cash looking bloke. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the South African Johnny Cash guy. He's got like um like a chromed revolver, like a yeah, that's cool, like a seven inch barrel on it. They've got good baddie guns. Yeah, they, yeah. Some of them have. There's a bit where they take over the dining room of the ship they want to <laughs> extract or die from, and and the waiters all go like get their guns out, and they've all got. It's very like sort of action TV show style where they all get them out in like slow mo, and one guy's got like a Thompson, another guy's got a Walther MP. So it's yeah. it really must be the same armor because these are really are the same weapons. Um, but in terms of in terms of uh, other alley tally bits. Um, there's a really cool use of a flare gun, um, trying to be this weird underwater pistol. Oh yeah, it's like a standing in for an HKP8, where yeah, kind of bit. Yeah, that's quite cool. And there's an um, underwater sea battle, which I do like. There is. That's so weird. Cl- a little bit Bond-esque. Yeah. Um, there's a grease gun. 
there's there the is, Walter yeah. MP comes back yeah. in the henchman arsenal. Um, there's a sequence yeah, where one of those extras is meant to be firing a micro Uzi and the sound oh, is playing, yeah. but he's just juddering the gun around. Yeah, nothing's classic. happening. So he must, the, they must have just said, no, you're not weapons trained. You can just hold yeah. it. <laughs> we haven't got, we haven't got any more ammo for you, mate. Sorry. Um, no, no. There's lots of nice blank firing going on. There's some good bits where Mike and the boys are like blatting and the and you can see the spent casings falling out yeah, and, nice. and yeah. checked yeah. in and stuff. That's quite good. Um one of the US admirals is wearing like Russian epaulets. <laughs> yeah. In the Pentagon. It's funny. Yeah. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> um Oh, they've got the fucking world's fattest 90s telly. You know, Ooh, the ones you'd have to take the yeah. fucking wall out to get them in. Absolute like them Gucci boys. TV for 1996. Yeah. Big, big, like, like 52 Ooh, Can you imagine square. setting that bad boy up with a PS1 and a light gun? Oh. 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 oh, point blank on that. Oh, Yeah, time crisis. Did you, did you ever used to hold it, hold the gun in one hand and get your, your trigger finger and, like, jag it Ooh, like, yeah, like, back and forth yeah, to get the... Like, yeah. My, fa- my favourite light gun game is actually the Die Hard Trilogy game. Oh really? Oh okay. And it's, so the I love Time Crisis, but the Die Hard trilogy game yeah. there was a really gash, like taxi driving sequence from Die Hard Three. Yeah, which was remember. a terrible driving level. Then there was a top down, so almost isometric one where you're in yeah. the Akatomi Tower, and you have to like clear various levels. And that's a fun fun level. But then the best one was the light gun level or the light gun part of the game, where it's Die Hard Two. Whether yeah. in the airport, and you That's have to clear that. the airport with the with the light gun, and it's oh, it's so such a good game. Nineties gaming just hits different, doesn't it? And it, it? Yeah, and you know, I'm sure once the hostage situation was was sorted out and everything, that the admirals and the and the generals at the Pentagon pulled out the, the PS1 and plugged in, Deft did, yeah, got the light gun out and had a had a, had a good yeah. blat on the on the big CRT, yeah, defo. I've got NAS, I've got the new NASCAR racing game, guys. Come on. Got F1. <laughs> where, the, where, the, where the engine sounds like bees. <laughs> you think I've got, I've got, that, I've, got <laughs> I've got the I've got the new the new Porsche Need for Speed game, boys. Let's let's whack this on. I've rented Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> the last copy they had. Come on. Ogre Have have you boys ever played Overboard? It's a pirate game. <laughs> <laughs> have you allowed to play the SSX tricky? Come on. <laughs> Amazing, no, but it, it was amazing to see that, and the, and the quality, the quality of the picture they got off that night. He's telling, I was amazed. Oh my god, the the, the proto death. zoom, the proto yeah. zoom chats they have, and and <laughs> really Mike's great. character is like stood in in like Manila or wherever the hell it's supposed to be, on like on like in front of a podium which has got an embedded CRT TV, yeah, and then a big camera at the top, and he's like chatting away, and it is literally a zoom meeting. It's so clever. I love it's it. Insane. I love stuff like that. I love I love when movies predate what we have. Like I know that video calls have been a thing, but like I love yeah. it when movies do that. And they made it look so easy as well. Oh, it's, it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um we, we have we have more trouble setting up Zoom than he did. <laughs> I think we do, yeah. Um in terms of vehicles, there's a there's uh, BMPs this week. Uh, the MI8 helicopters are back, probably the mm-hmm. same ones, I assume. Um there's uh, a speedboat sequence, which is a little bit the world is not enough, or, or um, is it world is not enough with the, the boat chase at the start? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, was it die another day? I can't remember. Um, is it tomorrow never dies? Tomorrow no, it's never world, dies. It's, it's, no, it's, it's, yeah, no, I think it is world is not enough. The world's one in London. Enough. Yeah, that's it. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's that's tomorrow, but that's world's not enough. Okay, cool. Yeah, we've got to get our, got to get God, our bonds we've, right. The we've spy, had some tangents this week, holy. The spy oh. hards lads will have us have our skin if, if we don't get mm-hmm. it right. That is um, true. But no, they're cool. They're like little black, sort of like you know, speedboaty type things. Yeah. Um there's a there's I think there's a Hercules in there bringing them in. Yeah. Is it Hercules? Yeah. Can't remember. No no buggies this week. No buggies um, this week, no. No trains. Couldn't, couldn't quite fit them in, but they're submarines. But there's oh submarine. boy, there'd be subs. And, and there is one what, line. What 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 a sub it is as well. What a choice. It's, it's the Kursk, ladies and gentlemen. The Kursk submarine. That Kursk. Yeah. You know, the one the one that took a nap at the bottom of the ocean for a bit. Um <laughs> I might cut that out. You know, the, the one that sunk. Had, do you know there's 20, 20 ships in that class and they could have picked any of them? Yeah, exactly. They picked and that one. They picked <laughs> that, the Kursk four years before it sank in 2000. And there's a line that ate, has aged like absolute milk, um, <laughs> aged like milk, where where they they're trying to take the sub. The big bad turns to one of his you know henchmen, and he, and he goes, "This way the coast will be remembered forever." And I couldn't quite believe it. It's one of the all-time great movie lines that just aged like milk. I couldn't quite believe it. Wow, I know it is incredible. I can't believe it. It's incredible. It. No. Oh dear. Um, anyway, moving swiftly on to favourite scenes. Hello, I'm Al Murray and you're listening to Fighting on Film, the world's number one war film podcast. Any scene with Dalen? Is that it for you this week? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. But any scene with Dalen. I just wanted him to be a bit more action. I wanted him to what I what yeah. I said to Rob was when when it when we were watching it, I was like, oh God, I hope he diehards this. And it's just yeah. Dale holding yeah. out on the cruise ship, waiting they for. They set waiting that for up, but then they don't do it. Mike and the boys to come and save him. Yeah, it's and annoying. He's they there, like in that. the ducts with a captured yeah. vector, oh, just dropping the one line. Would have been amazing. That would have been, been amazing. Great. Yeah. Um, no, he's Dale is great in it. That Dale brings a level of seriousness to the movie that I think it really needed. So yeah, it gives it a bit of gravitas, doesn't it? Yeah, because the plot. It's hard to talk about final favorite scenes without going to final thoughts to explain it. But the, the 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 terrorist motivation is very convoluted. So I've watched it twice now, and you're never quite sure why they're doing what they're doing. He's just holding everyone to ransom. He's just holding everyone to ransom. Billions of dollars. I think. Yeah, like classic classic sort of trope stuff. But he wants to nuke not only Los Angeles but Moscow and St. Petersburg at the same time. Why not? Why not? I know, right? Go for it. Go for a hat trick if you can. Yeah. Um, it's 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 just a bit convoluted. You're never quite sure what, why, or who he is. Like, why is this? Who is this guy? Sort of thing. It's, it's just like a big bad, I guess. Um, no, but I, I did. You're right. I did want Dale to at least gun someone down once. Like, he, it would have been nice he, to see. He does it. eventually get a little bit of uh, a little bit of that going on where he yeah. picks up one of the AKs, but he never. He, no, he doesn't. Never has that moment. Quite. No, and they robbed. They robbed our boy. It's a shame. We were so yeah. looking forward to that, weren't we? And the minute the minute I mentioned Dale was in this one, me and Matt were like, Ooh, we're gonna get some Dale action. And he, he don't mm. quite get it. But no, he does he does add some gravitas to this one. You're, Honestly, you're very, I, I very think, true. I think Dale could have easily been the, the lead in this and carried this film. Could have. Yeah. Yeah. Because really? yeah. he's great. He, he is he is a good actor and he He's in it a lot though. He, he is, and he, he pulls it off really well in, in the film because he has a convoluted character where he's 
so this is a bit of the Operation Delta Force lore coming in, where yeah. you know Skip Lang's brother Peter joined the special forces and also and was killed on a mish um, at some point, and um, Daddy Lang um, Dale. <laughs> Daddy Dale. Daddy Lang. Daddy Lang. And uh, and and Daddy Lang is is retired from the Navy. He was one of the U.S. Navy's premier nuclear submarine captains. Yeah. Um, and he's retired to to captain a cruise ship, um, the North Star, the North Star, uh, because he uh, he can't face you know, being in the military anymore now that one of his sons has died. And oh. um and and sadly, Skip and Daddy Lang don't talk. No, they don't. Um and there's a very brief scene where Mike has to do some work uh, acting on board the 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 Hercules, which is yes. taking yes. taking them, and he explains the backstory of his family very briefly. Like yeah. they are given absolutely nothing to do in this film. Like, <laughs> I know, I know. So few scenes they're, they're where they're job... talking or delivering context yeah. or a monologue. It's so it's annoying. Just like... like their job is literally to turn up and shoot everyone. Like it's it's they don't do anything else. It's really annoying. Like you get it, that's right. That Hercules sequence almost gives them some backstory, almost gives them some character development, but then it doesn't quite do it. Like it's it's a bit annoying. And then there's one section where one guy's wearing like a hundred and seventy third airborne vest, and you're like, oh cool, is he going to mention that he was a paratrooper? You know, maybe mm. we're going to get a bit of because as I assume at one point all these movies were meant to have the same team going through. Yeah. So I probably. assume there's things they plan to have. If they thought that far ahead, yeah. Yeah, but you, you'd think you would have the same people. Like, it's it, it feels like it, because it's Skip Lang coming over again. So it yeah. feels like it's... You could like have just had a different Delta Force team every time. You could have, yeah. Yeah. Because it feels mm. like these the only, this is the only Delta Force team <laughs> that are around. Because there's a section where they go... They're the only team that are operating in the area, and I was like, Delta Team's not just five blokes. Like, there's a whole heap yeah. of them, and like, it's like yeah. the SAS. You know, there's more than just one of them. You know, <laughs> it's, it's a bit, it's a bit weird. Um, what was your, what was your favorite scene? My favorite scene, m- much like last week, um, it's the opening set piece because I love Ooh, how yeah. balls to the wall again. Like, it's just unashamedly an action set piece where. Pasting the entire Iraqi army. Yeah, exactly. Like, taking on the entire Republican Guard brigade, um, you know, finishing them off, like proper finishing off these lads, um, rescuing the, the 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 down there airmen. But that could have been a movie in itself. Like that, that would have been a very yeah. missing in action esque Rambo two esque plot line. Mm. Anyway, that would have been, Hot that would have been quite strong. Yeah, Hot Shots two. Yeah, again. Um, <laughs> but it's. It's just fun, like you know, the explosions. Yeah, they all got like G3s and stuff. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, got vectors. It's quite nice, you know. It's it 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 was a well done set piece. I liked I like the trench clearing. I like the single shot in the fifty caliber yeah. the minigun, blowing up God knows yeah. what with M two O three that, uh, that BTR yeah. that looked wrong with its yeah, weird with a big like fat turret cap turret on it. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. It's just there's just a, a lot of a lot going on. There's a lot of money thrown at that section yeah, Mike's, again. Mike's two hundred three was op. Like oh, it was blowing everything OP. up. It's like the pistol from Halo Two. It's just it's killing everything. Um, but I also really it's like the enjoyed... M sixteen from that that level on in on the Die Hard trilogy when you get the light gun. <laughs> what a what a re- what a callback. <laughs> 
<laughs> what a callback. Um, but I also really enjoyed because I wasn't expecting it and, it and it blew my socks off when I saw it was the underwater fight sequence with the oh yeah James Bond red suited Soviet scuba divers yeah. who who comes so it's absurd because at this part of the movie and uh, where the scuba diving happens they're trying to break into this this is crazy it's like a bit like this film's a bit like um Shout of the Devil where there's just so much going so the, on so the nuclear submarine goes and stops a uh, uh, a Russian naval base, which is yeah. I don't know why they stop, but they do. Where does the where's the cruise ship go while they're stopping there? You never find out. I I, I never I assume they just, just they now. diverted it away. Maybe, maybe. Anyway, they stopped there to like load some missiles. But why didn't they have missiles on board in the first place? Oh, they shot no, they shot them all off, didn't they? When they were fighting the the Russian sub that came to get them. Surely, yeah, but no, they load missiles into like the vertical launch tubes. Oh right, on oh, the okay. torpedo tubes. I Maybe think. the Kursk didn't have any vertical rockets that day. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess not. Like, we're, yeah. we're fresh out of ICBMs. We best go and get some. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Weird. Those things um, we've never shot in anger yet. Yeah. Um, but then they're, they're so trying they go to infiltrate. that naval base and they have yeah. to, like, follow them there. Carry on. Yeah. So they're trying to infiltrate in their speedboats and they find a, a mine wall, like mines on chicken wire, you know. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, a wall of mines or whatever they call. Uh, what's it called? Mine net. I don't know. Yeah, it's a net. It's like a like, like an anti-submarine net or an anti-submarine defense. That's thing. it. Yeah. Basically, it's it's a metal net fence thing that they've put, and then they've yeah. attached little boxes to it to make it look like it's got <laughs> mines That's on it. it. That's it. So <laughs> Matt quite funnily said to me when we were watching it, they could just they could just float over these. <laughs> like it's not gonna it's not gonna stop anyone. Um, but anyway, so they send they send the uh, the 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 Delta Force guys in to go and um to, to go and disable them. And when they're doing it, these these um out of the mist come these Soviet scuba divers in their red suits, and they have like a bit of a punch up underwater. Uh, they must have <laughs> they must have knocked the um sensors on on the on the anti submarine net. Possibly, you know? yeah, yeah. Deploy it reminds the me of the of the underwater fight from um Top Secret. <laughs> it's a little bit like that. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, had that, it had that vibe. Yeah, it, like it tries to do a lot, and I I appreciate them in two seeing different colours of uh, of, of <laughs> yeah. wetsuit, so you can differentiate. Definitely, very Bond, definitely. very Bond movie. <laughs> yeah, with lemon piping into <laughs> quite Alan Partridge. <laughs> 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 like it just it's just madcap, and I I just appreciate everything this movie's trying to do. It might not necessarily work all of the time. Yeah, um, but it is trying. Um, and there's just actually thinking about my favourite scene is when the the cruise ship is first hijacked and they're all in like the the cruise ship's restaurant with oh yes uh, with 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 uh with captain lang's wife and daughter um having a having a nice lunch he's not there he's on the bridge he's working dale's busy and um He's got no time for that rubbish no no he he was going to meet them there but he had to do some uh, errands before he before he It's so he, so he could be on the bridge to say Mayday, Mayday. I've got to read the, the script the for Saving Private Ryan. The new, new projects yeah. comes. Through. I got notes to make. Um, yeah. So essentially, like practice they, my Brecon point. They um, I didn't even, I didn't even twig it at first because I'm there watching, just enjoying the sequence and the mise on scene of the film and the, the riveting dialogue they're having. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that, that was a low blow. 
And um, I didn't even notice that all of the, you know, the uh, the waiters and the busboys look sus. Um, yeah, if you go, if you watch that scene again, they do look really suspect, don't they? Yeah. And my favorite my favorite part of that entire scene is when you know there's there's a little um, four piece uh, band like a like a quartet yeah. a string quartet playing it's very uh, in the corner and um, there's there's a point where the it pans to them and the music starts to skip and it pans to a CD player like a tiny yeah. little like it's CD hi fi that you would have gotten from like uh, just. Rumbelows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, Trying to keep got, the nineties theme going. Comic. You would have got you would have got from Dixon's. Um yeah. Bang and Olsen. Yeah, right. Ooh, pricey. Oh, um, right. So it starts to skip and it pans to it, and all and the audience, like not the audience, the, the restaurant goers kind of like they're confused and then laugh. And you're like, yeah. why are you laughing? <laughs> like the band's fake. <laughs> My violin's skipping. <laughs> <laughs> and then they all just pull weapons and blast. Yeah, they, they don't fuck about, do they? Yeah. No. And then there's a great scene where an, where an old boy tries to attack the oh, yeah. attack them with yeah. a butter knife, which was just hilarious. He was apparently do... in a lot of those movies. He's like, oh right. <laughs> from I'd look on his IMDb page, and he's in like a lot of those cult movies that that Yossi and Sam did, and stuff. like a little like, little trope, little cliche there. Yeah, little, little sort of... I think his name was Hiram. Um, Director film, Stamp, wasn't it? Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's cool. It's uh, nice. It, 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 it's it's an interesting little little bit because he he's like a Holocaust survivor, and he's got yeah. his. They they kind of pan yeah. across his. Um, number tattoo on his That's wrist it. and mm. he picks up like a bread knife and he's like repeating never him. again never again I wanted, he walks towards yeah. him and then they, they light him up and it's like i know oh, i wanted him to get a stabbing cool. at least i was like come on let him let him go down in a blaze of glory right that that sequence for me just felt like the start of like a magnum pi or a or an equalizer like it Ooh, felt yeah. really tv yeah definitely, like, definitely. But, you know like classic bottle episode where they just want to keep mm. the action in like one room it, it yeah, felt like yeah I wish they'd ran with that a bit more. So then you you might have had like the hostage stuff at the top, and then you got the submarine stuff at the bottom. If they'd ran with that a bit more, yeah, you you get a couple of more scenes with um with the wife and daughter, yeah, chatting. But it's there's like thirty seconds max of that, yeah. And then yeah. they they there's the greatest CGI uh, helicopter assault I've ever oh, seen. Oh yeah. Green Where screen. The helicopter green green screen, yeah. Blue screen. So they come in green and screen. it green screens them over like some footage of the the ship. Just, yeah, let's pause here and just salute the number of establishing shots externals oh of the cruise ship. Definitely Every, padding out the hour forty-seven. Like, you you've cut to like a, a little scene on the on the submarine, and then they cut to like a little scene back on the cruise ship and, yeah. but there has to be an establishing shot we don't oh, yeah you have to know if, where you are if we cut to the if we cut to that restaurant we'll never know that it's on the ship where are they we'd never know 10 seconds where are they ah! yeah we'd never know that the bridge of the ship looks like that if we didn't see an external shot of I, the of the i assume it paid, costs a lot of money paid, to rent. what they've done is they've paid yeah. for a helicopter yeah. to do a load of of like like long shots and externals of the of the cruise ship and they're like We've got we've got at least eight minutes of these. We need to get I as wonder... many of them in so we can justify it in the budget as possible. <laughs> I couldn't look it up, but I wonder if that cruise line gave them the ship for nothing. And like, well, if you use loads of shots of the ship for promo, Maybe. then you can have it. Like you can have it use it. Dale's there like, 
Sunset Cruises are a great <laughs> employer. I've always enjoyed being a member of the crew. We never More have water. issues with terrorists in reality. What a way to have a good time. <laughs> definitely, definitely that, isn't it? <laughs> Very competitive rates. It's, oh no, it's, terrorists. <laughs> it's like the um the Alan Partridge Yuletide special where he's got a sponsorship deal with Rover. Oh yeah. Well, that drinks company keeps mentioning Sprunk, whatever it was called. Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is a little bit like that. But I think I think we're we're getting into final thoughts now. Um as always. For for me, like I mentioned it earlier, like the movie's fun. These movies are fun. That's why we picked to do them. Mm. Um and it's still quite enjoyable. But I think if I'm putting my critical hat on, the the first one's enjoyable in, in, in a way that you can you can literally just sit there, absorb it. And you never yeah. do too much thinking. I found myself like just sort of wandering to my phone in the second half, ch- checking Twitter and things because I was like, oh, mm. nothing's happening that's of any importance. Um, I feel like the second oh, half. Oh, another really... set piece. Yeah, another set piece. It felt a bit flat for me. Um, and they steal us, as, as you've mentioned, they steal us of that day or die, like having an action moment, which I didn't yeah. like. Um, and then just because the, the terrorist plot is so convoluted. And there's so much like chopping to, to one location and he, he to another. He doesn't bring it, does he? No, he's he's doing like this weird Shakespearean quote in poetry he's and not, stuff. And he's like, not terrible in the role. No, he no, no. He comes across as menacing. Bully. And then he falls from a catwalk. <laughs> I knew you were going to mention he, this. He falls from a catwalk, face plants into a deck. <laughs> yeah. And then 10 minutes later, he gets up again. Yeah. And there's a sequence where I'm like, ooh. Because Dale has this line where he goes, we need to defend this console. That's it. And then nothing happens about the console. I'm like, oh, no. I thought we were going to have like a little shootout and Dale was going to like blat and stuff. But no. Yeah. Like get a father and son moment. Shoot yeah. the terrorists like together. Them, like... Both of them like mag dumping into, into the terrorists. Yeah, yeah. Give me another mag, Skip. You know, that would have been good. Dale slamming another another mag into his back. <laughs> I love you, Dad. <laughs> like racking another <laughs> magazine in your M16. <laughs> Some fathers teach our son to play catch, but I taught my son how to use the M16 American Battle Rifle. <laughs> it would have been a great line. Uh, but no, it it does. It does just fall a little bit flat, this one. Like, it it had promise, but by the end, I was like, can we the just fact, catch a terrorist and wrap it up now, please? Right. The, the, the fact that a lot of the scenes are, are set in the control room of the Kursk. What a sense like, oh I never God. thought I'd say. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> They they did that classic thing where they spent not enough on the yep. on the set and it just looks a bit naff. Yeah. It's too it roomy. That's the it thing is... that these films always get wrong. Yeah. It's too roomy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um Battle of the Battle of the River Plate where all the battleships are like someone's front room. Mm. <laughs> They're just huge. And it just has the same energy as that, where I'm like, no, clearly not in a ship. But obviously we're not, you know, we're not rivet countering that. Like it, it looked okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I get where you're coming from. It, it's just, it. I don't know. I'm gonna say it, and it's gonna sound weird. It's too unbelievable. Like I want to have a little bit of believability <laughs> in my terrorist actions. Like last week, threatening to to sort of spread the Ebola virus around is plausible mm. enough. The film ends where they all, where the where the. It's so stupid. The, the film ends where the the Soviet captain of the not the Soviet the Russian oh, captain yeah. I should say yeah. of of the submarine is is freed um and him and dale have this little sequence where they outwit um another russian submarine 
That's done um, quite well. Which is quite nice. That's a good little sequence. Um, and Dale's giving it all the all the terminology, and it's like, oh, nice. Yeah. Um, put he brings out like a a, a tray of vodka shots. <laughs> yeah, <they laughs> just does a shot. I drink a bottle of Stolchko or Stolchko, whatever it's called. Stolly, yeah. Stolly, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, the film still delivers that action. It's got Dale yeah. die. Yeah. It's it's not terrible. I've seen far worse it's, films. Yeah, we've seen we've seen some. I wouldn't watch some... it again, but I've seen. No, I never visit. I never visit it again. I don't think it's a very one and done movie. Um, but you know, Operation Delta Force doesn't stop. Um, we keep going. Next week, we're back with Operation Delta Force Three: Clear Target. Um, so uh, we hope you'll join us again for that one. If you if you haven't, if I'm sure will. If you're not I'm, sure, I'm sure I can't wait for that one. Everyone's gagging. I wonder what the fourth boys think of the third one. See, right, move franchise fatigue mm. didn't seep in this early to to Dirty Dozen December. No, it didn't actually. But it's coming in early with Operation Delta Force. Interesting, I, isn't it? If if three is on the same level as as two, yeah, yeah, we'll be okay. We'll, but if we'll there's a right. clear trajectory of of it dropping off, we've got a long way to go to get to five. Oh, we have. Oh We're God, feel yeah. It. <laughs> anyway, Christmas, Christmas stick with us to find out enough. how long we last with this. I think we'll get all the way through to all five. Oh, we but, will. Um, We're constant professional Rob, Rob film me at gunpoint if we don't. Um... Get that movie on, Matt. <laughs> get it on. <laughs> You're contractually. At obliged. least this film had a nice MP5 SD sequence where he cleared a trench with it. Yeah, exactly. That was really nice. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, do join us again next week for Operation Dirt Force 3. Um, share share the movie around. You know, we're having a bit, bit of fun this December. Um, you can catch up on the show at fightingonfilm.com. We're just hit 160 episodes, so there's plenty of, in that back catalogue for you to enjoy. And do go and listen to the Del Dye episode if you haven't yet. That is a real Christmas cracker. We don't talk about this film for some reason, but... It's no. a great episode. <laughs> we admitted this one, um, mainly because we didn't know he was in it. Um, anyway. I honestly didn't know these films existed until you suggested this. But the, the reason is I it's bought all it from on, It's all on Rob, everybody. It's all you on can Rob. Get, you can get the all four of them for CEX from a pound, for a pound. So, wow. you know. But then you won't have five. I know it's annoying, isn't it? You're, I know that might. I couldn't. I couldn't do that. I couldn't have. I couldn't have four of them and know that there's another and out there. They don't even have like, They don't even have like um, uh, disc art. It's just. It just says Operation Delta Force One, Operation Delta Force Two. It's like the cheapest like conversioning of a, of a movie to DVD I've ever seen. Okay, so by the end by the end of this month, we'll we will be launching the Operation Delta Force Steelbook campaign. Demanding that all Please. five remastered films are released on Steelbook. We need to get one of them companies. Chris Blu-ray, Chris <laughs> Blu-ray releases, featuring featuring exclusive interview with Sam Furstenberger for the first one. Do it, like I mean, if Amazing. if Millennium Films or whoever's like putting them out on, on YouTube, yeah, wants wants us to do this, I I will interview. We will we will give you our interview with Sam, and we will interview Dale Dye. We will get Mike on. We'll we get will, so we will, many people. We will, we will do the special features. Yeah. For the, for the Operation will, Delta Force Steelbook. That cruise ship will never look better in, in crispy 4K. Crisp, crisp North Star. All those all those 
Extel cutaway like pan shots of the, the ship at sea. <laughs> be worth it just for that. Amazing, that would be amazing. Anyway, if you listen this far, thanks very much for listening. Do come again. Do join us next week for the next instalment of Operation Delta Force December. And of course, Merry Christmas from us all at Fighting on Film. Until next week, folks, bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.